Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome back to AM Inspirations. In this part of our segment, we are going to continue where we left off with our book reading and that is from the book titled Thoughts of Perfection by Ibrahim Mangrati. And the topic we had last discussed on Friday was that we all struggle with fear, making it an important emotion we often must overcome. So the author went on to continue and said that it is time to master the ability of overcoming the fear of failure. We begin with the affirmation because belief is the first step in overcoming the fear of failure. So the affirmation goes as follows. I attract the ability to overcome the fear of failure. Make the right choice. Fear is merely an emotion you choose to feel. So let it go. And then the author went on by giving us some steps as to how to affirm these affirmations and how to repeat them so much so that you will feel even more strengthened and empowered. I attract the power to overcome the fear of failure and you will no longer experience the fear. So you can now rise above the fear of failure and take a bold step towards making whatever you want into a reality. And then he goes and encourages you to say that, yes, you can do it. So the next topic that we are going to tackle this morning is something called forgiveness. And this can be a hard topic to actually acknowledge because often we don't want to forgive the very next person. And forgiveness will actually make us feel so much less burdened. So the author says, today is going to be an incredible day. A wow day. You will go to sleep tonight feeling content and completely at peace. So let's begin. You are presented with the wonderful opportunity to forgive somebody today. It is time to let go. But first, let us master the affirmation. I attract the wisdom of forgiveness. Let me repeat that. I attract the wisdom of forgiveness. So this affirmation refers without a doubt to peace. When you hold pain in your heart, you are the loser. And when you hold on to a grudge against someone, you are the one who loses, not them. You carry the pain, not them. And why do you do that to yourself? Say this affirmation a few more times. I attract the wisdom of forgiveness. The author goes on by saying that there are, things that to, there are things to remember when you are ready to forgive. Forgiveness is for you, not for anyone else. Then he says that forgive so that you can find peace. You do not necessarily have to reconcile a friendship with a person or condone that person's actions. And then, never expect the person to apologize before you forgive. Forgiveness primarily concerns itself with your inner peace. Remember that forgiveness reduces anger, hurt, depression and stress. Now, choose to forgive and Feel the pain leave your body. Who wants to sit around with anger all day long? Or with depression? Or with stress even? 
let go of it. Call the person or send them an email expressing your forgiveness. Wow, peace is certainly yours. Well done. Your heart is ready to give and receive love. You are now one step closer to thoughts of perfection. And that affirmation again, one more time. I track the wisdom of forgiveness. May we take lesson from that, inshallah, and, and try and apply it into our lives to make our lives easier. You know, we tend to complicate so many things, but let's make it easier on ourselves and try and master the key of forgiveness, inshallah. We tend to not also forgive people because of the negative thoughts that we have. And so often we are critical of ourselves. We call ourselves stupid. I do this sometimes when I forget something, smacking my forehead and saying, oh, I'm such an idiot. We find fault with our bodies, sometimes severely so. I certainly have issues of insecurity surrounding my body. I think all of us do, unless we are an Olympic athlete. Sometimes when we fail at something, we wonder what's wrong with us. Why can't we do this or that as well as other people? Have we ever considered that such negative self-conceptions contradict our faith? Aren't we Muslim? Don't we believe in Allah and in the Quran? Yes? Then we must believe that we are created perfectly. We are created by the master creator who does not make errors. Allah made no mistakes when he made you. Your spirit is perfect. Your soul is perfect. Your mind is perfect. Your heart is perfect. And even your body is perfect. And Allah says that he breathed into us something of his spirit. Do we realize how immense that is? How profound? How awesome? Allah the external, the first and the last, the majestic, the omnipotent, has breathed a part of his spirit into Bani Adam, this two-legged creature of clay, and made us perfect. Me, you, our children and friends, our neighbors and co-workers, and even drug addicts, thieves, torturers and tortured, abusers of every stripe, and everyone walking this earth, believers and disbelievers, were all created perfect in every way. It's hard to wrap our minds around that, but we must accept it as an article of faith. In case we have any doubt, let's look at the ayah above from Surah Atin again, but this time with a preceding verse included. By the fig and the olive, and the Mount Sinai, and the city of peace, Makkah, we have indeed created mankind in the best of molds. Allah is declaring an oath by some of the most powerful symbols in existence. An explanation of these symbols is a matter of another article, that humankind was created in the best of molds. When Allah swears in this way, it is because He wants you to sit up and open your mind to what is being said. To accept it wholeheartedly and to draw it into your chest and not to have an atom of doubt. 
Of course, that doesn't mean that everything you do is perfect. It refers to your capacities, your potential. You were created without a flaw, with a pure soul imbued with fitra, a powerful mind, and a body whose magic is still not understood by modern science. You are perfectly capable of fulfilling every obligation that Allah has laid on you, of bearing any burden that is laid on your shoulders, and of, and of achieving any noble dream that Allah has placed in your heart. So what does this mean for us? So what does this mean for me and you to see ourselves as perfect? I am asking seriously and rhetorically. What does it mean when we can't fall back on self-pity? What does it mean when we are no longer allowed to view ourselves as flawed? What does it mean when we have to accept that we can achieve any crazy dream that may smolder in our hearts? What does it mean when we look at ourselves in the mirror and see perfect, beautiful faces, no matter the shape of our features? What does it mean when we realize that we have within ourselves the capacity to reach the same heights of Iman as a Sahaba or on the same level of intellectual rigor as Imam al-Bukhari and Sheikh Ibn Taymiyyah, or the same purity and unwavering trust as Sayyidina Maryam. May all be pleased with her. Do we begin to see that they are simply human beings who acknowledge the perfection with which Allah created them? They strove their utmost to live up to that perfection, placing no boundaries or limitations upon themselves. They were not extraordinary people in their creation. They were only extraordinary because they accepted Allah's words and thrust themselves utterly into the river of the Qur'an, or in Maryam's case, immerse herself completely into waqallah and taqwa, allowing themselves to expand to fill the capacity of the flawless mold that Allah created in them, and refusing to allow themselves to be defined or demeaned by anyone else's opinion. Nor did they allow themselves to be mentally or spiritually diminished or damaged by the harsh circumstances of life. We have the same option. You, me, all of us. You are perfect, whether you admit it or not. Go with it. Live up to it. It's not a burden, but a liberty. It is the freedom to be who Allah put you on this earth to be. It's the freedom to dream and achieve without the chains of self-doubt or self-deprecation. It's the freedom to accept yourself, love yourself and allow yourself to love others in Allah's cause and to live a full life of meaning and worth. A little dua that I would like to share with you. Oh Allah, Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference.